Welcome to the Electric Lady Podcast. I am your host, Leah D. And I want to start off by saying Happy New Year, Happy Negro Solstice, Merry Christmas, Malcolm Gunna, and it's going to be Dumgat tomorrow. So, Malcolm Dumgat for everyone who is celebrating. I am really, I mean, I've went on a complete hiatus, um, partially because I'm not going to lie, like, I was not in a storytelling mood, um, just because, of course, politically and with the way things are going here, it was just, it just really kind of put me off. Um, so I want to also keep my podcast really jovial and light and engaging and not, you know, and if I'm not in the mood for it, I'm really not going to do it. So I was really listening to my body and my mind and whatever I was producing and I have, it's so funny because I actually had a bunch of episodes pre-recorded, but I just was not in it. Um, but now I am, I'm back and I'm happy and I'm ready to tackle this podcast full on. So, um, a bit about my podcast, actually, before I, I start again, I wanted to say thank you to everybody who showed me so much love and support and listen on the first episode and yeah I I really I really appreciated the positive feedback and it really did push me to continue um despite whatever anxiety or negative self-talk that I had to talk myself out of uh it was really helpful um so thank you guys so much and I can't wait to have more episodes with more people actually co-hosting with me So feel free to send me a DM if you want to participate because I will be more than happy to facilitate that. So actually, yeah, uh, today I actually wanted to talk about, um, because it is in the spirit of, I guess it's it's super relevant to all of us, but a little bit of quarantine weight gain slash holiday weight gain. Um, You know, everyone looks a little bit more thicker, not everyone. Some people actually got their shit together and, you know, stayed fit, but and I'm not saying that like I'm not viewing weight gain as it's it's a natural thing like it's totally a natural process and actually it's what our body was telling us to do it's it was on survival mode because we literally were trapped in the house for months and on end and on top of that like the times are so stressful so we have to be a little bit kind to ourselves and how we view our bodies and not treat it so harshly. Um, but that being said, yeah, some of us have get you know had a little bit of the quarantine fifteen or the <laughs> the holidays, holiday season. You know, our waists are a little bit uh, have expanded a little bit, but it's okay because we love our bodies as they are, and we're trying to love our bodies. Uh, uh, like, well, I can't speak for everyone, but I'm trying to love my body as it is, and um, that m- can mean as it expands or as it shrinks. It's totally fluid and it changes um yeah but that being said i wanted to get into um body shaming and body positivity and how is there is there actually going to be room for that in our culture and in our society um yeah so someone actually dm'd me this and i really found it so i i just felt really compelled towards this topic just because it, it speaks volumes on my own experience um experiencing body shaming but then also it's interesting um so i got uh, for instance i got really i got sick like a few years ago had emergency surgery lost a hell of a ton of weight 
but then it was unfortunate because it was crazy seeing how many like I mean I got hella sick but it was crazy hearing like some of like my relatives like my older relatives just say like oh my god you look so much better now you look great la 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 but I was like deep down like kind of malnourished like was not eating as much because I can't um and it was just so weird because I was like I'm kind of miserable but like you guys are loving this look and this makes no sense make it make sense um yeah so that's something I kind of want to address is that especially in our culture in Habisha culture um we accept so much um criticism or even positive you know I wouldn't say it's like a double-handed compliment when someone says you look better when you like lost a shit ton of weight but like or you know when you gained weight people are like oh my god like you look so big you're like "Hmm, I haven't noticed really because I'm the one who sees the shit every morning not you um but it feels like why are they why is it so easy for people to comment and I think it ties in with the fact that number one like we obviously don't have as many healthy boundaries set up um just because we're so communal like we're a communal society we're very together but to some point to some extent um it is kind of it is pretty toxic because that also leaves space for people to project their own insecurities or their own criticism or their own views and it it leaves that you know it leaves you very vulnerable especially when you're a child or you're growing up in this kind of environment um i can definitely attest to that uh feeling i mean feeling super insecure to the point where you can't like you know i found it super troublesome to eat in front of people because i was like oh they're always gonna look at me or they're gonna tell me no you shouldn't eat this or you should eat that but i'm like a nine-year-old kid like what nine-year-old kid does not want candy and junk food or like if it's in front of them like you think we're gonna pick the freaking carrot sticks absolutely not so um it, it gets to a point where it's so accepted that it actually creates more harm um especially when you're developing at such a crucial age um and then once you get older of course there there are things that will trigger you but you tend to unlearn it but it's again it's so unfortunate because then it's your burden to unlearn and that's life i think that's all of us when we experience any type of trauma but especially when it comes to things like body image it might not look like a big deal but in our society it's just super super you know they don't realize how much it affects um you how your self-confidence your self-worth and how you're valued in society um they really or you know not necessarily valued but how you perceive how you're supposed to be valued in society so um it's really yeah i think that is something that i really want to talk about and um thank you to who i i know who you are but thank you for whoever dm'd me that suggestion because i think um you know we we all can we can all somewhat understand and come from a very common ground on our experiences um yeah but number one i really want to say we need to stop that shit like asap abisha parents i honestly i mean future abisha parents like ourselves like we really need to like protect toxic ass relatives and aunties like projecting that kind of narrative and insecurity to their own children like it's just so wild to me and 
some people might disagree and say, oh, it's not that big of a deal. Don't be so sensitive. But unfortunately, it, everyone is different. You, you can't tell someone to be so like some people will perceive it very negatively. Some people might be very passive about it, um, you know, but we're all in the end of the day, you're sending the wrong message. That's kind of where it all boils down to. There is a difference between promoting being healthy, a healthy diet, nutritious diet or, you know, giving kids strawberries instead of candy like that makes so much sense. Fine. And, you know, making sure that their ba- diets are balanced. But when it comes down to looks, looks are so temporary and looks change and placing so much emphasis. And I can say definitely as an Abisha woman, placing so much emphasis on our looks really. I mean, like that's literally what we're valued for. And it's sad. It's it's just like, I mean, growing up even in our community, like people really push that narrative on young girls on to look the prettiest or not to look you know you have to look like the most slim or slender and this and that or like and and you know what's so crazy is that as a kid you're just like okay well if I but if I don't look like this where am I going to belong where am I in our society where am I going to belong um so I think it's one thing that we have to really learn to be like no, like people can exist and can look however way they want. Uh, It's totally up to us. It's not because, okay, well, if you don't look like this, you're not going to get a husband. And sometimes that's not what we want. That's not what we place value on. We should place more emphasis on character. Um, But again, that's me being utopian and super optimistic. But yeah, um, yeah, so like we really need to quit with bringing down people's bodies and normalizing body shaming um whether it's skinny women getting shamed or it's or men or women or whether it's women who are bigger or more curvaceous or or thicker or different body types like not all bigger women are going to be shaped like an hourglass like everyone has a different shape to their body but making someone feel inadequate or less than or saying no like why how come you've gained this much weight why do why are you this big listen everyone has a different life journey everyone's purpose is different it's not your body in the end of the day like i love what elsa majumbo said she (laughs) she had another like she's like a legend already but she had one about like oh like you know, when someone criticizes, like, has your stomach grown? And she's just like, well, is it? Or, you know, they'll say, they'll say like, you have, like, pimples because you're eating too much junk food. And she's like, are they your pimples? Well, it's the same response. Are Is this your body? You really don't know what it's done. You don't know how it's protected me. Or you don't know what it's really helped. You know, you have no idea how much I'm actually grateful to have this body and how much I'm valuing it. Um so I think, yeah, the, and, and then just the correlation between being bigger or being, you know, completely fat shaming someone, but assuming that they're completely unhealthy. And that's just not true. Like, like myself, like I'm a thicker build woman. I'm tall. Like, that's just my genetics. Um, I can tell you that I eat like borderline vegan ish. Like, <laughs> I mean, it, it, I'm not but the thing is that we we really have a very eurocentric perspective on healthy bodies uh, a very borrowed ideology on what a healthy body is because that wasn't even the reality years ago um 
you know, having a little bit of meat on your bones was healthy or being thicker was associated with, you know, wealth. So it was not an ugly thing. But now when I notice, which it floors me all the time as Africans, especially as Ethiopians, why do we view a little bit of meat or curves or whatever um, as something that's just so like, ugh, it's like not accepted. And I'm, it just blows my mind because, you know, and I'm sure some of you guys might relate, like traveling to different parts of Africa, you're literally worshipped for having, you know, thicker thighs or a big ass or whatever, or being just more fuller. Like people really, I, I just, I wonder because I'm like, I really experience this only within Ethiopia. I really only experience body shaming or fat shaming within my own culture. I don't even experience it from Fara and George, which is like, I mean, they better mind their own business, but but I never really experience it from them. So I just want to understand like how, and you guys can maybe even send me a DM, but how could we decolonize that? And uh, I don't even know if it's colonial. Like I think it just comes with Western media it ties in with a lot of um, foreign, I guess, foreign beauty standards. Um, yeah, I, I just, I really, and I, I don't know the answer for this, but I, I really question that because we have such a fixation on um, being very slim and just not being accepting of what our body is just naturally doing. And of course, keep healthy, exercise, but sometimes exercise doesn't mean you want to be skinny. Like, I don't, but... I keep healthy because I just want my heart rate to be good. I also want to be healthy. I want to live long. Um, and, you know, I get checkups every every year. Nothing is life-threatening. I'm great. I'm actually very healthy. But I just wonder where this kind of pressure to be skinny or pressure to be slim, especially in Abisha culture, to, like, when did that ever come? So, sorry, I burped that's really gross excuse me guys um <laughs> but yeah so please feel free to engage with me um through dms or messaging you can message me on my personal and my podcast page so i'm like really happy to also hear out any kind of context or any kind of uh criticism even i'm open to that so please by all means go for it um, but yeah, I guess this, what I'm trying to say in general is what, what we have to do and what we kind of have to unlearn as a society is really c- coming from a point of criticism, um, and criticizing where, who sets these standards, what is setting these standards, what, who, who's dictating this. And now it, it, the pl- on the plus side, literally on the plus side, I have been seeing like really amazing tiktokers and women that are being super accepting and loving their bodies and dancing especially ethiopian tiktok i'm just like so here for the different body shapes or the women who embrace their curves or who are embracing their their um their bodies whether like i saw one i forgot what her name is i need to shout her out but i like i love her because she is a proper plus size girl gorgeous as hell and is like hey by the way guys i'm trying to like also get healthy because i you know i want to like have a healthier diet so i'm gonna like do this and that and like she she's even talking about her own health journey but still 
understanding and mentioning the fact that it's not because I want to get skinny. It's just because I want to feel good about myself. And that is like amazing. I, I really love seeing Ethiopian women promote this kind of narrative of just being healthy versus um, projecting and fat shaming and being like, oh, no, no, no. Like, you know, because our, our people can be ruthless sometimes when it comes to these things. Um, but yeah, like for her not succumbing to that standard of beauty, but more for herself, she has more agency over her body and she has more agency about how she wants to look. And it's not dictated by a trend or it's not dictated by the general population and what they feel about you being plus size. So I applaud m many women, especially even in Ethiopia, who are doing that. So big ups to them. But yeah, um, I guess, so moving forward, it, I would like to say that it, it's, it's really important that um, we also create a less volatile space for different body types to exist. Um, and I think that, again, I'm coming from a place of privilege, but it's just super important to make people feel safe. And it starts with the people around you. I think it's not necessarily I'm not going to have a movement or I'm not going to be like rah, 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 because that's just not how I do things. But I, I work and I love doing things like this by empowering my girls, my the people around me, the people I'm close with. Um and making them feel safe and making them feel empowered and making them feel comfortable to wear whatever they want. Um, and because it does look bomb, it's not because I'm on some fake shit trying to make them look bad. I know it's because they look fly as hell and I don't come from a fucked up perspective of, oh, your body is bad, so you can't wear this. Um, I just, yeah, I think that's something that we have to really correct. Uh, and the fact that, you know, in the end of the day, whatever anyone says about your body and whatever hating ass auntie is going to comment on your body, they're, they're really coming from a place of insecurity and the fact that they never had the space or time where people can help them and make them feel safe and beautiful and confident that that's where it all boils down to. They're truly just projecting what traumas and mean things that have been said to them back to you because you are the very thing that they don't want or don't want to be like and we're not allowed to embrace so yeah I think that is all I'm gonna say about body shaming and I hope that made sense because I think you know I, I don't want to ramble too much but maybe being more I, I wanted to be more solution driven versus venting and t talking about the fact that like oh this and this happened to me like I'm sure again like I said all of us have so many stories um and really funny stories like I'm gonna tell y'all like ride drivers comment on my body all the time and I, I I tell them I actually really love my body and the look on their face is just really like oh okay word and they just shut the fuck up and it's great like and and I and if they say well and does he ways and does he be shalan like or this is better if you did it this way and I'm like no I'm good I'm actually really happy I I samayim I don't feel bad about whatever you're talking about so then literally the comments are just uh they're dead bye have no power um and because I genuinely feel that way so I think not giving these people the power as well and not making them no, you don't need to explain yourself you don't need to constantly accept that and sometimes like I remember my dad for instance like my dad's a g like he really 
really stood up for himself because like like the older generation and people even from here like some people like to say oh it's just it is what it is and bonono oh it's it just accept it but sometimes like i can see that it visibly bothers people in our culture or people that are you know that understand it or who aren't as bothered by this but i remember my dad like you know someone said something about his body i mean he's a healthy dude like he's like 60 something and he looks hella young he really takes care of himself but he's also you know diabetic he has high blood pressure he watches what he eats like crazy but he's a man in the end of the day he's a um, an older he's a senior technically so his body changed he, he is going to have a bit of a gut he's not going to be like his like 20 something year old self and the fact that people like they haven't seen him in like over 15 years and were they're saying things like that to him and he snapped and i was like wow you know what this is a great example like he literally set up his boundaries and said no do not tell me that because my life you're not living it right now i actually he's completely off his meds because he manages his blood sugars so well and he's he's really like i can't i don't know how much i can stress it but he's super super healthy like he doesn't even drink alcohol anymore like so the fact that someone can say that to him but they don't even know his life and actually how hard he's worked to be completely healthy and unaffected by his uh by his by the diabetes or the blood pressure he's it it is it is something that we have to advocate for ourselves we also have to advocate for our bodies and why we do exist and why bigger bodies do exist or why more slimmer women with faster metabolisms or men or women or whoever um it's good to advocate and kind of stand up to people and not in a way where it's you know imposing but I, you know, asking even questions like, what makes you say that? Anytime anyone insults you, I remember like watching this. I forgot. It's not Esther Perel. It's another woman. She's really great, but I'll, I'll link it. I'll link it in my, in, in my bio or on my page. But she mentioned if someone insults you, for instance, a good way to respond is to ask questions or say, what made you say that? Or, okay, well, that's how you feel and just keep it moving because nine times out of ten a lot of these responses are provoked and imposed by their own insecurities so i'm gonna wrap up the show there and um yeah i actually want wait before i wrap up i do want to shout out um some creatives some music that i've been listening to i've been really listening to k trinata love him so much like nothing lifts up my mood. If any of you guys want to listen to Katrinata, his old stuff all the way to his new stuff, amazing. The guy is a genius, based in Brooklyn, awesome DJ, remixes like Sade, all these hits, and he even has originals that are amazing. So, shout out to Katrinata, listen to him. That's who's been actually helping me go through, get through like quarantine and this whole year. So, I'm um I'm really happy to have music and i feel very blessed to have music um and then also i wanted to shout out the african aunties podcast my girl amanda and karis their sisters uh started a podcast actually with um two of their other friends and it basically touches on well they come from again they're african living in the diaspora so they have very similar topics like myself but I just love seeing them engage and like interact with each other. They also have a YouTube, so it's visual. So 
highly recommend y'all listen to them. They're amazing women. Um, and of course, we I've worked together with Amanda and Karis in the past, and I really enjoy their company. So the fact that they have a podcast is so suitable. Um, yeah, so I want to leave y'all with that. Uh, and shoot me a DM if you guys have any questions. If you want to appear as a guest, also feel free to shoot me a DM. Or um, I would say email me, but I have to set that up. For now, email me or shoot me a DM at electricladypod on Instagram. And I will be so happy to reach back to you and let me know if you guys wanted to talk about something else for the next episode. But until then, I hope to catch you guys next time. Sending you all the love, light, and happiness. And uh, let's just hope to God 2021 is much better than the year before. 